Welcome to Unsuitable on Ray Radio, the award-winning financial services and business advisory podcast that challenges your old-school business practices and their traditional business suit culture. Our guests are industry professionals and experts who will challenge you to think beyond the suit and tie while offering you meaningful modern solutions to help enhance your company's growth. I'm your host, Dave Kane. Last week, we were joined here in the Ray Radio studio by Dr. Anonymous, a cryptocurrency miner who was able to explain to us not only what cryptocurrency is, but how it's mined and how it's valued. Well, this week on the podcast, we're going to talk about the other side of cryptocurrency, more specifically, how the IRS is looking at it and how it's taxed. Because as you know, if there's money to be made, there are taxes to be paid. Our guests today are Malane Howell from Ray's Dublin, Ohio office, and Tim Dimitrov from our Worcester, Ohio office. They're both super accountants here at Ray and Associates. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll take a break here while the crowd... Uh, security, please. Both Malane and Tim are accountants here at Ray and Associates, and they have invested some serious time and energy researching cryptocurrency and the tax implications associated with this intangible asset. Today, they will be talking about the guidance that currently exists, how it's actually viewed by Uncle Sam, and what other reporting requirements are out there for cryptocurrency miners like our friend, Dr. Anonymous. Welcome to Unsuitable, Malane and Tim. Hi there. Good afternoon. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so uh, we need to get a little bit of uh, uh, bookkeeping out of the way as we as we talk in, uh, in this industry. Uh, we have two of you. Somebody's got to be the the skipper, the captain of the ship today, and somebody's got to be the first mate. That would be Tim. He's definitely the captain. He's the captain? I thought you were the one with the boat. Oh, Aren't you the boat? Well, yeah, but I te- yes, I do have a boat. <laughs> well, well, you forgot about the boat, huh? I, I, I kind of have a question there about oh, your boat. Oh, now, no, as ahead. the boat owner, are you in charge of the music? I Well, sometimes I get kicked off as what happened to me earlier with you. Remember, we were at that um, event and the music I was playing wasn't quite crowd-pleasing. So Dave kindly kicked me off pretty quick. Kicked you off? And, yeah, and took over with his uh, with his playlist. But no. So yeah, um, most of the time I'm in charge of the music early on in the day. But as the, the party gets started and gets a little bit more active, others usually are playing more party music. There after. you go. So, yeah. And Tim, I believe a congratulations is in order as you're newly married. I sure am. Now, uh, you know, same question. Who's the captain of that marriage? Uh, that Have is, you learned that thus far? Well, I've learned that quite a while ago, and it's not me. It's so. not you? <laughs> well, keep that going. So last week on, um, on Unsuitable on Ray Radio, we had Dr. Anonymous uh, talk to us about uh, crypto mining. And uh, throughout that, that conversation, and, and, and folks, I... I encourage you to go back and listen to that episode. But it almost sounded as we went through that, that that was a illegal operation going on in the basement, kind of like uh, Breaking Bad uh, as they ran the, the lab in the in the basement. But there's nothing illegal about cryptocurrency and mining, as far as you guys know. No, as far as the IRS is concerned, there's nothing illegal about it. Good. Okay. Well, we got that out of the way. We like to stay above the rules here on uh, Unsuitable. Uh, Malane, now, why don't you take this next question? Because you have your hand in the air waving uh, wildly. Are you, do you play Twister? (laughs) 
only on the weekends on my boat. (laughs) With the the music. (laughs) With the music. Uh, Folks, we'll get to (laughs) cryptocurrency here shortly. Hang on. Uh, Melaine, what is cryptocurrency? (laughs) Cryptocurrency, as we like to think of it, or the the general population, is uh, like a digital or virtual currency, meaning you can't hold it like you can a dollar bill, but it does have value and you can spend it in online or with other people in a peer-to-peer group, just like currency. However, the IRS views it very differently. They view it as property and we can get into that a little bit later. Also, um, when we were talking about it being legal or illegal. It is perfectly legal, but the attraction of quite some time ago to this cryptocurrency is that it's not regulated. So meaning it's not federally insured, you can't keep it in, you know, it's not stored in, in, in tradi- like traditional currency is in a bank. So you can lose it. Quickly. Risk is high. Yes, yes. The risk is very high if you do not keep it secured along with your your keys or your passcodes to your currency. You know, Tim, uh, whenever cryptocurrency um, is being discussed, uh, the public generally hears about Bitcoin as as probably the most popular uh, cryptocurrency. But uh, are there other uh, currency currency items other than Bitcoin? Um, Yeah, there's... There's Bitcoin, there's Ethereum, there's Litecoin, and a couple other, by a couple other, I mean about 1,600. Yes, okay. There's new ones coming out every day. There's regulations on ICOs, which are initial coin offerings that are coming out, and it's just developing at a very rapid pace. Right, right. You know, I want to back up just a bit. You guys, both of you have uh, taken this on as as a very strong interest uh, within the firm as far as the taxation and what it is. So we'll, we'll dive into that uh, shortly, but I wanted to kind of get that out there on your resume that the two of you are very unique in the accounting and tax industry that uh, there's not a lot of people doing this and the two of you dove right in. So I think I like to look into new kind of, this is so new, right? We call it kind of like I think Dr. Anonymous referred to it as the wild, wild west, right? So because it is so new, there was an interest. Tim, I don't know. I really don't know. You want to give me your thoughts on how it became an interest to you? Well, it was brought to us by a client. And then I've been slowly following it through, you know, just being on the internet and following the news. So it's just a very interesting and just became a a big interest for you. Just curiosity and, and you started study. Studying it, you know, I found out yesterday uh, at uh, at lunch that uh, Melaine, that uh, you not only know this, but you're an investor in uh, cryptocurrency. I am. I took the plunge back when the market dropped quite a bit, and and bought a little bit, and then my kids were somewhat like making fun of me, like, "Oh, what's this about? What are you doing?" So I said, "You know what? That's fine. I'm going to invest a little bit for you too." And so now what's happened is that they ask me about it like every is it week. Up? They're is like, it down? "Yeah, how's our investments doing? How you know it's 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 gaining interest even in my family, which is is wonderful." You know, they talk. We're talking about cryptocurrency, but the other end of that spectrum is blockchain, and they talk about how 
how the, those two things together are really going to revolutionize certain industries as we know it, such as the audit industry, such as the title industry, such as the trust, um, forming trusts and wills. And that's obviously a separate subject, but I think overall the um, the takeaway here is that it's here to stay. And because there it is so new, there's not a lot out there on how to report things. The IRS has been somewhat silent, meaning they came out with something in 2014. Uh, There's not a lot of guidance. However, this is just really uh, barreling forward in our economy and in communities throughout the world. And that the IRS at some point is gonna have to kind of step up and and kind of um, give some more guidance on some of these areas where there's holes. And the technology, is developing faster than the rules, Well, do you have right? your phone with you? <laughs> I do. Yeah, well, I'm going to throw a question to Tim. Why don't you get your phone with you? Why don't okay. you look up the uh, what Bitcoin uh, is trading at today, and then uh, we'll get we'll get back to you in about a half hour, okay? okay? We'll get back to you. <laughs> uh, Tim, you know, this crypto, uh, again, you can't touch it. You can't see it. Um, where is actually crypto stored? So cryptocurrencies are typically stored on different exchanges. There's tens hundreds of exchanges out there like uh, Coinbase, which Melaine will show you on her phone. Uh, There's Kraken, there's Gemini, there's foreign exchanges and domestic exchanges, which require different sorts of reporting for the IRS to be happy. And yeah. Well, we got to keep the IRS happy, don't we? Of course. Well, you know, keep we're we're, we're we're holding that out to the, to the very end, but there's some very, very specific, uh, uh, tax traps uh, awaiting the cryptocurrency uh, industry. So, all right, Melaine, you got your uh, you got your uh, all right. My Coinbase is up. up. Yeah. All right. What's uh, tell me what we're traded at? All right, Bitcoin. One Bitcoin currently uh, is six thousand five hundred and oh, it was sixty seven dollars about two seconds ago. It just changed. <laughs> which, as you can see, the market changes within minutes. It's uh, $6,575. It's a down or up for the day. It's actually up today by 5.13%. And I think yesterday uh, when you were um, uh, finishing your third martini, it was down about 28%. <laughs> It was. This week overall, it looks like it's down by about 14%. And if you go out and uh, on the web and and kind of listen to what's out there, they are predicting it even to drop further. However, because this is so new, like you just never know. Now, what's uh, what's interesting is you can make a trade right there on your phone right now. You can you can buy, and then by the end of the show here, you can sell it. Oh, right, right. So, it, it links right to your bank account. You can sell or buy Bitcoin with cash. You can you can buy and sell uh, coin to coin, and depending on how it's categorized, um, if there's a gain, then the IRS wants a piece of that. Right, Tim. I want to throw this question back to you. Uh, there's there's you know, we're going to go through some terminology for, um, you know, the cryptocurrency, but there's a term being tossed out there, hot wallet. What is a hot wallet? Uh, I so- want one of those, I think. <laughs> Anybody want a hot wallet? Well, first you you uh, remove your wallet from your pocket and uh, you stick it in the oven at about 450 <laughs> degrees. And then, no, um, it's exactly what Melaine's using is you have your currency stored and it's connected to an exchange via the internet. So that's different from a 
cold storage, which would be any, so it would be disconnected from the internet. So it would be like putting your coin on an external USB. Okay. Okay. Uh, your desktop, or you could even write the hash out on your paper, and that's the same thing as what's on the internet. So, Tim, while you're while you're talking about the hot wallet and the cold storage, it sounds like the hot wallet could have a little bit more risk than the cold storage. Is that your question, or Malane's, or you want to you want to punt? Call a friend, <laughs> Alexa. What's a hot wallet? So it is more vulnerable. Because it's connected to the internet, and anything connected to the internet can be accessed from outside of your domain, which being your computer. So, so, okay. So that uh, those are pretty good de- uh, definitions. Thanks for that clarification. You know, let's talk about some things that uh, the IRS is doing or hasn't done. And I think uh, Tim and Melania both shared with me that uh, was it Coinbase that in a, in a long. Some other exchanges uh, recently been uh, over the last couple of years uh, subpoenaed by the IRS. Uh, let's talk about that. What happened with these subpoenas? Uh, the best you can tell, Melaine. So um, obviously, Coinbase contested it at first. They did lose. What happened was the IRS subpoenaed Coinbase to reveal um, the identities of anyone that had over the equivalent of $20,000 invested within their digital crypto wallet, or I think it was over 200 trades. 200 trades? Meaning what they're looking for is they're looking for the identity of those folks that have invested over a threshold of a certain amount of money or had quite a bit of trading activity. Because when you get into trading activity, there may be some gains and then there may be some losses. But overall, in today's market, there's probably going to be some gains that weren't reported. And so the message here is that they're looking. Um, If you're a, a, a small investor like myself, they technically were not um, they didn't have to reveal my name. However, they were looking for some bigger players in the market. Right, right, right. And let's uh, let's clarify that just uh, for our audience. It was, uh, I believe it happened in sometime in 2017, Coinbase was ordered or subpoenaed to turn over their records. And again, they weren't the only exchange that, that went uh, that direction by the IRS. So the IRS knows that. And that was, uh, I believe, started in 2017. You know, Tim, let's talk about that for a second. Uh, if 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 I've been holding crypto and trading crypto, and now I know the uh, the IRS has potentially uh, my name and my trades, what what should I do? With any sort of security, well, securities or property that you sell, you need to show what your basis is and what your gain is. You need to report that to the IRS. So I'd have to, would I have to amend uh, a return or whatever? What do you, you're yeah. an auditor. Why are you answering tax <laughs> questions, by the way? But do that's okay. You can do that. You can, yeah. you can kind of go, uh, go. But uh, what do you guys think about that? I know you're both, uh, I know you both maybe have different opinions on that, but what, what uh, should we do? Not file? So currently, obviously, we would suggest that you amend your return in order to recognize the gains and or losses as a result of um, of your trading and or mining activity. 
And then, you know, there has been some speculation that in the future, the IRS may come out with like a voluntary disclosure program, similar to what they did. Yeah, similar to what they did um, with the foreign reporting requirements quite some time ago. So again, it's just speculation, but, you know, there's a lot of it out there. Well, no, wait, 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 wait. Let's back this up for a minute. Uh, Crypto, I mean, this is currency. When I trade my $100 bill to you for $250 bills, that's an even exchange. I don't have to report that. So crypto is currency. Is that correct? We treat it like currency as far as if you want to purchase goods. But in the eyes of the IRS, it is a property that has a basis and gains on it when sold. So just like I would sell a uh, piece of equipment if I was in business, that's a that's an asset, or I sell a stock, that's an asset. So every trade of crypto, I have to report or track and report on my tax return? Yes. So every time you make a trade, whether it be coin for coin or coin for currency or coin for, you know, a, a good, like, this bottle of water that I'm holding sure. that you can definitely see. It's a taxable event that you need to record your gains and losses on based on what you received. Yeah. So let's forget the specifics of the dirty details. It's a taxable event. Anytime, like, Malane has been, let's try, Malane has been on her phone three times making a trade and looking <laughs> on, her, on her Bitcoin. And so she has three transactions she has to report on her tax return. Is that is that the way uh, I see it? Oh, I was going to say, yep, that's correct. Three trades that I have to report on my tax return, depending on just because it's short term. Obviously, I've held it for under a year. <laughs> um, it would be subject to short term gains if I've had any gains, which is really in in all language, it's ordinary income rates. So let me make sure we got this right. Exchanging currency for currency is a non-taxable event, but crypto is not currency. It's property, intangible property, and sales and exchanges can produce gains and losses that must be reported on your tax return. You got it. that right? Yep, Mm -hmm. you got it. So again, how how do I value this cryptocurrency. Is it fair market value? What is it? It is. Is it a guess? No, no. So it's fair market value on um, when you receive it. You know, the next question that we always ask, okay, so what's fair market value? So the IRS says you basically have to be consistent, meaning you have to use something that's reliable and you have to use something that's consistent. So, you know, I obviously a large exchange is Coinbase. And I probably would, would if I consistently use that over the course of the year, that probably would be considered a good resource to use as far as what is fair market value. Am I going to get a 1099 or a broker statement with my crypto there, transactions? There, well, you know, there are some, um, some companies out there that provide that service. Off the top of my head, I couldn't name one, but I know that there are companies out there doing that, that, right, that summarize your transactions. Just because, I mean, we have clients that are um, dealing in that space and and they have, you know, hundreds of thousands of transactions a year. Yeah. 
tracking that obviously is somewhat cumbersome. Yeah. Now, let's be honest here. I see you looking at your phone all the time over the last couple of weeks. I thought you were looking at Facebook, <laughs> but actually you're doing trades. Something way more exciting. Yeah. Huh? You're, you're a day trader. So well, how's the IRS going to find out if you don't report these transactions? Tim, any idea? Originally, before the subpoena, they would not know about these transactions. Um, but now with the subpoena, they can find, obviously. They know the, where you're at. They know where you live now, yes. Okay. Let's dig into this a little bit deeper because here come some uh, pretty significant issues. If uh, if you don't know the rules, which is, ignorance is, is, is not a uh, defense, but what happens if this crypto is stored in an exchange that is outside the USA? You know, we all know that there are foreign reporting requirements, meaning if you have investments or dollars that are held in an organization outside of the U.S., while you don't necessarily pay tax on that money, the United States wants to know about that. And so there's some foreign reporting requirements that are that then that you go through and report it on your tax return. You know, the IRS has not come out and specifically said if this intangible property, right. as they've um, said it, qualifies for foreign reporting requirements. However, because the um, the penalties are so steep for not reporting, um, the general consensus is, is in order to remain conservative is to go ahead and report. The threshold currently is um, $10,000 in any one day throughout the year. And you have to file? Yeah. The, and, yeah. yeah. And just because of the volatile market right. today, right. Um, it's very likely that if if you've been investing, that the value of, um, of a, a wallet, if you are holding your wallet in an exchange outside of the U.S., did reach that dollar amount. So it's always good just to keep track. Again, and the penalties, the penalties for not reporting foreign uh, assets on the uh, on and on your tax return, yeah, they are significant. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. You know, we're not talking about a couple bucks. We're talking a lot of Bitcoin. <laughs> Can I, by the way, can well, I pay my I I, can I pay my pay taxes? Can I use Bitcoin to pay my taxes? No, not uh, that I know of currently. I can have I buy no a car? Uh, you can. can you I, know what? On yeah. Craigslist, you can buy a car. You can buy a car. Yes. Okay. Yes. Can I buy if I need a uh, like a big uh, paisley sports jacket, clothing? Can I buy? <laughs> can I buy that? That I don't know. You know what? I just went out to Amazon and I looked a couple days ago, and I have not seen where you can buy anything with crypto okay. on on like Amazon but I would assume it's coming and it it may be possible I have I just don't know enough great great and like next few minutes we have uh, left let's kind of wind this down a little bit uh, you know unresolved issues Tim what's uh, what's out there as far as unresolved as far as uh, you know IRS and even from your perspective Melaine's perspective as a as a practitioner and advisor, what are some unresolved issues we need to keep uh, that are on the horizon for us? Um, so one thing, and going forward, this might not be a problem anymore, is uh, like-kind exchanges. So we discussed that cryptocurrency is a property, and typically property, if you exchange for the same type of property, you can do a like-kind exchange, and basically the exchange is tax-free. And that's been eliminated? It has not been eliminated. Well, it has been eliminated with Tax Reforms and Jobs Act. Okay. 
but 2018, 2018. But for if you're going to amend 2017, there's no indication or guidance on whether or not you can do a like kind exchange with cryptocurrency. Great. Great. Okay. And and Elaine, I think you hit. I want to hit a key point before we uh, sign off today. Is record keeping in this is uh, is a key because you got to track basis. You got to track all that stuff, just like you were selling uh, stock or any other asset. So that's a key. You know, as we wind down, Melaine, just a couple quick things of advice for our listeners. So the um, a big piece of advice is that if um, if you're investing or mining crypto, you really need um, a CPA that's that's been keeping up with the rules and or the other guidance that's out there. You know, the guidance from IRS, it's coming, meaning they cannot ignore the market today, and it is coming. I think the IRS is waiting on the SEC to make some decisions regarding uh, crypto and um, and its organization, and then I think the I, some IRS guidance will follow. Sure. But a tax professional that's versed in crypto, um, obviously talking with them about if you need to amend any of your returns, looking to them for guidance as far as if you're not tracking it, maybe um, how to track it so they can give you some good advice there. Obviously, you know, we're going to look at on the horizon for if the uh, voluntary disclosure progr- sure. program is going to be put sure. in place. So we got to keep our eyes uh, on the horizon on this. And, and again, I understand that... Uh, You've been doing some public speaking on cryptocurrency and will be doing over the next couple months. So if our listeners need a uh, program or a speaker, uh, get a hold of Melaine Howell in Dublin, Ohio, Ray's office, and uh, we'll fix you up. And And Tim will also join uh, in that discussion. So there you go. Free Thanks. speakers. Thank Thanks, you. Dave. Yeah. And by the, you know, by the thing is, is by the time this thing airs, is that some of the rules may change, And they right? may change. Oh, my gosh, yes. this is moving okay. so oh, fast. There goes another trade. Yep. <laughs> Thanks again for joining us on Unsuitable Today, Melaine and Tim. Uh, the topic of cryptocurrency continues to generate a lot of buzz. I hope we were able to clear up some of your questions. Of course, if you want to learn more, uh, give us a call. Or cons- if you're considering a future in the cryptocurrency mining or investing, email us at podcast at raycpa.com, and we'll be sure to put you in touch with Melaine and Tim. Don't forget to subscribe to Unsuitable on iTunes and check out this episode of the podcast on YouTube. If you like what you see, give us a thumbs up, leave a comment, and share it with your friends and colleagues on social media. Until next time, I'm Dave Kane, encouraging you to loosen up your tie and think outside the box. The views expressed on Unsuitable on Ray Radio are our own and do not necessarily reflect the views of Ray and Associates. The podcast is for informational and educational purposes only and is not intended to replace the professional advice you would receive elsewhere. Consult with a trusted advisor about your unique situation so they can expertly guide you to the best solution for your specific circumstance.